0: Hey there, Hoovians. This is Sam. I've got COVID this week, so Jordan and I were not able to record a normal episode, but through the magic of editing, I can make it sound like I'm able to talk right now. And you have no idea how many coughing attacks I've had in the middle of speaking these sentences. Uh, Since we couldn't do an episode this week, I decided since we had already recorded our patreon bonus episode on the fourth doctor serial the horror of fang rock why not put it up in the main feed so you can all have a good time enjoying content and hearing what it's like when there's a guy with a big scarf if you're not subscribed to our patreon patreon.com slash potting bros you might not know that we've already met the fourth doctor in just the previous bonus episode, what a weird random coincidence. The invisible enemy. So, you're not going to get our first impressions on this doctor or his companion, Leela. We're not going to talk about how she's from the year 50,000 or something. We don't need to. We already know that shit. You already would know that shit. But now you have all the context that you need to enjoy this week's special bonus episode of Dr. Huh. Please pray for me. I'm fine, mostly. Activating big head mode, human, you are now entering Davros's archives. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Oh, you know what? I think it was the Skaro archives or something. Oh, uh, okay. That's fine. Hi. Hello, everybody. We're back with some more classic Doctor Who. If Jordan sounds low energy. <laughs> it's because I just woke up. That episode, uh, it wasn't bad, but it did make me fall asleep. <laughs> I was asleep for like, I, I was asleep for like, I was asleep for like 10 minutes. We did to a, be a quick hop, skip, and a jump back from Season 15 Serial 2, The Invisible Enemy, to Season 15 Serial 1, Horror of Fang Rock, Parts 1 and 2 from 1977, written by Terrence Dix, directed by Patty Russell, <laughs> by Patty Balls, and uh, cinematography by Tom, Taint, Taint, <laughs> by perennial tom <laughs> <laughs> do, do you mean perennium tom because perennial means like annual yeah. No, I I know what I said. Okay. I thought the foreshadowing in this episode was really good because I really liked the part when the doctor uh says right at the start he says I hope I never get fuzzy. I hope I don't ever get fuzzy, Leela. <laughs> and then and then Leela says yeah and i was always i've always wanted to meet a robot dog <laughs> it's pretty cool uh what did you think uh i liked it i thought it was good it was good atmospheric uh it was it was good television uh it wasn't like uh it wasn't you know this is a much w a much uh beloved episode apparently high- highly regarded among Doctor Who fans at least according to uh, our discord wikipedia um uh, not, not, it's not reaching the highs of, like, uh, Remembrance of the Daleks for me in terms of Classic Who, but it's a very nice, like, uh, it's a very nice atmospheric, creepy, claustrophobic, it's set in this little lighthouse, it's moody, it's great, I liked it. Um, I'm gonna say this as diplomatic as possible, diplomatically not, as possible. Couldn't understand a single fucking word of this episode? I hated it, I was oh, no. absolutely bored out of my fucking mind. I'm serious. <laughs> I know that I'm kind of the boy who cried wolf here because that was my bit for a few episodes. I found it interminably dull. <laughs> I watched it I watched it over the course of... I think I watched the first episode a couple days ago, and then I watched the second episode today. And I was just thinking to myself the whole time, if I was watching this as intended on TV one week at a time per episode, I don't know that I would have come back. You, you I. I don't just... know... Look, I'm going to I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt. People love this serial. I want to believe that parts 3 and 4 are a fucking rip-roaring good time, but holy shit, I was so bored watching this. It's just people in a lighthouse alternating which of three rooms they're in <laughs> for 40 minutes. And they oh. bicker, and oh, they bicker, They bicker. Eh, about, I think that oil, uh, Well, I think that electricity, ah, my boat, no, my boat, shut up, shut up, shut the fuck I up. I liked it. I liked it. I hated it. it. You really did? I'm sorry, I, I again, I really want to believe that once anything, anything happens in part three, a dude that got it'll d- be good. A dude died. And a boat crash. Good, because all he did was say that he likes electricity for an hour. Twenty <laughs> he minutes. He dies like ten minutes in the episode. Ten minutes. It felt like an hour. God, <gasps> I thought it was pretty interesting. I is it's is it was moody, slow burn uh, television. If we if we get parts three and four next week, I I want to believe that I will like them. But oh my god, I couldn't stand it. Really, well, yeah, yeah, sorry, I, I, sorry to anyone who likes this one, sorry to you, my brother, why are you apologizing? There's no no know, direct bad. Insult, no direct bad insult to me and,
1: they worked know. so I, hard on it, Sam,,
0: they, they worked really hard on it. I don't know, it's just i it it feels bad, I guess it's because I wanted to like it. Well, I came into it like, ooh, this is going to be like a cool, like, yeah, like you said, it's it's atmospheric and claustrophobic, but for me, it was those things in ways that I couldn't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it, 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 uh, it's, uh, what I like about it, I like the setting. I, I mm-hmm. think being in a lighthouse, I think, I think on a best day, on its best day, being, living in a lighthouse is unpleasant. <laughs> Uh, i haven't seen the film but allegedly there's a whole movie about that yeah there's a movie about how cool it is to live in a lighthouse i'm pretty sure and at the end they the end they all uh they all all of the characters all two of them uh clap and sing about we love the lighthouse yes indeed (laughs) we love the lighthouse yes the lighthouse is what we need um but uh we got three. We got three gents, all very typical, uh, all uh, different levels of difficult to understand. Ranked uh, from easiest to hardest. Ben, I will say Vince, it didn't. It, it didn't help that on part two, the BritBox subtitles just stopped working, so I couldn't understand a lot of the dialogue. But I was already not liking it uh, that because anyway. uh, because I I have uh, because BritBox is so rudely jettisoned me. And sent me elsewhere on the uh, on the dusty trail of the internet to find these particular Doctor Who outings. Um, I have been without my subtitles, which, by the way, I I can't fucking watch anything without subtitles. It's just I can't process it very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I all of that discussion about what is the preferred method of lighthouse lighting—just vibes, no words, no just. Oh, maybe that's why you didn't hate it. No (laughs) words. No. Just well, you'll no find language. in my notes for, for episode one that there's a very in depth discussion of why one of them likes oil well, and one of them them likes all electricity. Days oil, I was the, Well, I think that the electricity. Might they might as well have been saying rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. <laughs> so there's Vince, there's rhubarb, and there's Ben. <laughs> Vince Ruben, and Ben, but we'll call him Rhubarb just for let's, just call, for him let's we'll just call, call him Rhubarb. We'll just for a little bit of fun. Uh, we start this episode. Gotta, uh, you got to do something for me to enjoy this. <laughs> Here, we'll give you. A, we'll give you. A, get your deck Throw of cards. Bone, out, come yeah. on, just get your deck of cards out. You can shuffle through that while I tell our friends oh, about. Oh, it. I am. I am touching the cards already. <laughs> Thank oh, you very much. Fuck. Why do we got it? Why is why is your fidget have to make noise? Couldn't you have a quiet fidget? Oh. I don't know, you probably wouldn't know this then. I'm always fidgeting with the cards. I just don't usually shuffle them. You need, like, a... If you're listening to Dr. Huh, you are listening to a person holding a deck of cards. I can't wait for you to go on pen and or Fool Us and be like, My name is and Sam. Be like, wow, it looked like you didn't do anything. And I'm like... <laughs> I didn't. Wink. Is this your card? Shuffle. <laughs> My um, my ultimate trick, saying that I know how to do a magic trick. So, to take stock of the people who live in our, our lighthouse here, uh, Lighthouse of Fang Rock, which, you know, once again, on its best day living in a lighthouse seems unpleasant. This lighthouse is at a place called Fang Rock. These guys knew do what we they ha- were getting do, into. Do we have to call it Fang Rock if it's... I'm going to live here? Can we call it something else? Can we call it Fun Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Can we call it Party Rock? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Party Rock has a lighthouse tonight. (laughs) So, to take stock of the men of of the lighthouse... And a big pink light fell from the The sky. sky. This episode makes Sam lose his mind. Okay. I just want to see you stoke that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, we got Vince, the youngster, the young lad of the three uh we've got ben the dead lad of the three but he also before he dies he likes electricity and i think he's like an engineer <laughs> before he that's on that's on his uh gravestone before he died he liked electricity and then we've got reuben the old lad of the three the hardest to understand yeah, of the three. Like electricity. And he, he, he hates electricity i liked it better when it was oil <laughs> used to be oil now it's electricity what are we gonna do about that Talk about it, I, <laughs> I suppose. Think, I think this episode is set in like I don't know, the nineteen hundreds, nineteen tens, nineteen twenties. Yeah, I think I think they said somewhere that it was like the thirties. It just bugged me because uh yeah, because I think he's did. Ruben say eight years ago this happened. I thought he said eighty years ago, but then they said that it happened in the twenties, and I couldn't. Uh, Wikipedia just says early twentieth century. Yeah, they're they're using Marconi wireless telegrams. They're eating uh, out of a big jar of bovril. Did you notice the bovril? <laughs> well, that's that's just England. Oh, yeah, I remember when bovril came in a big burlap sack. It did, and we used to <laughs> eat it with our hands. Uh, the pink light falls from the sky. Vince sees it, and he's like, "Check this out, rhubarb." And <laughs> rhubarb says, eh. "I seen a lot of things in my time, but i have never seen the color pink." <laughs> but then we see a, a weird, a weird, creepy eye watching the lighthouse from the ground. We see it's not. We don't see like the eye. We see like it's. It's kind of like I, I, I keep. We I see kept, through the eye. Yeah, I, I kept say. thinking of it as Dalek vision because it's just like a vignette, like a circular vignette, and mm-hmm. and with like a green. Something something on the outside. We can just call it Glorbovision. It's mm-hmm. just a, a placeholder. I like Glorbovision. Glorbovision. Then we get the uh the division. 30... We get Brenda's <laughs> the horror of Fangrock. Um we get about a a tight a tight five um. Felt on... like so much longer though. <laughs> Where Ruben is saying the Ruben's like, well, when we lit the lighthouse with oil, it was much better, more reliable, and better. And then Ben's like, well, actually, it was it was so horrible because it would be like the inside of a chimney and, uh, yeah, and the smoke. Were, and they were dirty. They were dirty. Well, the electricity is so great. Why don't you marry it? Maybe I will. I'll, I'll marry it tomorrow when I'm alive. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see you try. Right, well, I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be retiring in in one day from lighthouseing. <laughs> uh, so Vince calls the. Them from upstairs, uh, and this has nothing to do with the episode, but I did love the the voice tubes that they use. Yeah, the, the this you blow. This is well, they're they're vapes. <laughs> yeah, they they vape to each other from upstairs <laughs> to downstairs. Uh, they have like a, a. It must be a real thing, but it's like you blow. Yeah, they're into called it, voice tubes. You blow uh, into it, and it and it like makes a a whistle. And it's literally you... it's literally just a long tube, and you talk into it, and the person upstairs can hear you talk through it. Man, why do we even have technology? Why do we even have phones? I was just talk. <laughs> why don't? We, why are we currently? Wow, you're talking- starting to sound an awful lot like rhubarb. I remember when we did our podcast through a big old tube. <laughs> and uh,
1: so the TARDIS is here.
0: Oh, well, you're sorry. sounding more and more like PS1 Hagrid. The the uh, Vince we have to tells- go to Isle of Emporia, Mary. The, the, there's a, uh, Vince is telling them that a heavy fog rolled in, and then uh, Ben's like... And it's also, it's also a very cold fog. Cold and foggy, and Ben's like, well, I was just up there, you dumbass. It's not foggy. It's not foggy. It's as clear, clear as night. This is where we see the TARDIS uh, materialize in the fog... And I really liked how you could clearly tell that it's just like a little plastic tar- Tardis model sitting oh, on a pile the Oh, it's not even the—it's not even the best model in these two episodes we watched. There's a much better. model. Uh, oh, the moment. boat. Yeah, the mo model moment is much better later. That's pretty good. Uh, so, Vince says that the fog seems to be coming from where that light fell from the sky and landed into the water. Ben has been completely, uh, unreceptive. He's like, I don't want you to be talking about that light from the sky business anymore, Vince. This is is one of the things that first started to, like, really exhaust me with this episode, is that Rhubarb is like, oh, that was where the thing landed, is where the fog came from? Okay, I kind of believe you. And then over the next forty minutes we will see him just completely start to go back and forth on whether he thinks that anything supernatural is well, happening. Well you've been around when you've been around as long as Rhubarb has been, you get a sense for these things. You see, young man, the sky, he knows the sky, he knows the wind and the oceans and the and the lanterns and the oil. Uh and- Ben, <laughs> this is where the episode really gets bad though. Because no, this is it's where good. Ben says No, because Ben says Vince, I need you to go start blasting the foghorn every two minutes. So this is where we start hearing the foghorn. No, it's good. I like it. It's creepy. Okay, but once I got specifically episode two, where I didn't have any subtitles, and I'm hearing, like, ten people speak in different UK accents, and every (laughs) five seconds... I'm like, I fucking give up. I can't understand a word of this. That's what it was like to live in the UK back then. It's just, just you can't (laughs) understand anyone because they're all British and there's a foghorn. And it sounds fuzzy because it's the 70s. They're always blasting that horn. Uh, we, we, we. uh, They start arguing again about electricity versus oil. What else are you gonna do when you live in the lighthouse? Uh, and then the power goes out, which means that they start arguing even more. (laughs) Listen in this what i think i think this is uh i think this is good because because now rhubarb 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 has perfect ammunition first name rhubarb last Middle name, name rhubarb. rhubarb last name rhubarb <laughs> uh, my father was rhubarb, and his father's father was rhubarb uh the the here's uh, you know how we we uh I don't know about you, but I have a problem. A very severe disease where if a character is wearing a hat, I no longer know who they are. Um, no, that's just me. Oh, well, I have that problem, too, because Leela comes out of the TARDIS and she's wearing, like, fine lady clothes and she's wearing a hat. And I was like, wait, what happened to the other companion? Oh, Is that's this a, a joke? Are you making fun of me or did you actually not? No, that was Lila? really – I forgot that. I I figured out it was Leela when she said, like, we should go into that lighthouse and kill everyone inside with my I big figured, knife. I figured it was Leela when she said, duh. Yeah, when she says, like – she said something about like engineering or something like that oh yeah uh we'll take the emergency exit doctor yeah, it's it's in my notes when it happens but yeah mm-hmm. um yeah i guess i knew it was Leela because i knew that Leela was the companion in this episode and she gets out of the tardis we get such a we get such a tom baker fourth doctor me an intellectual moment when he's like it seems that our 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 tardis director horror matrix has been disrupted by some Earth, atmospheric, moisture conditions. And then she's like, what? And then he says, we got lost in the fog! <laughs> in it? Uh, shots fired at Worthing, because she's like, is this Brighton? You said I would like Brighton. And he's like, I do like it he's like, does this look like Brighton to you? And she's like, I don't fucking know. I've never uh, been to Brighton. But he's like, well, it's definitely not Brighton. Could be Worthing. Did, so did. Suck that, Did Brighton Worthing. come up in the last time that they... Ah. I, I feel like, they, I feel like, I know it's just like, all of Series devices. 15 is, is going to be tra- them trying to get to Brighton. It's called Doctor Who Series 15, The Search for Brighton. <laughs> uh, So, he is like, well, let's just get back in the TARDIS and try again. But then he sees there's a lighthouse with no light. And he's like, hmm, well, we can see if they need what any the, help. What was the city that Yaz, De- or Yaz, Ryan, and Graham are from? Oh, they're from Sheffield. That like, are Sheffield, they from Scrimpton, yeah. Bindon? Graford. Findom <laughs> little little f- findom on Thames. Loud truck outside. <laughs> Shuffled. You're that's where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we go back to Ben who is checking the generator and he's like, Oh, it's still running. I love it, I electricity why... and I love being alive and I love my wife who I'm going to go home to see tomorrow. And then uh, he goes back upstairs, and after he leaves the room, the front door to the lighthouse creaks open, and we hear a crackling sound, and there's an eerie green glow coming through the door. I appreciate the uh, Glorbo, the whole Rock, who has the sense to hide in the coal cabinet. Coal cupboard. The coal hole. The coal hole. Uh, because, because he does, uh, I believe he does come in through the, and I will gender him, he, it is a he, I, I, I I'm sorry if that offends anybody, um, <laughs> that he comes in through the front door, and then he says, I am, go- I am going to kill Ben, I will hide in here. <laughs> uh, Ben goes back up to the kitchen, and Vince is there putting on a sweater, and they no, talk about he how cold it is. No, he calls it, it's his heavy jersey. Yeah. 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 Um and uh and they talk about how cold it is and Vince is like, "Well, I'm glad you got the generator running." And v- Ben says, "Well, I didn't I didn't fix the generator." Then who was phone? Oh no, then who was voice tube? It was tube. Uh <laughs> So Leela's like, "Oh, the lighthouse just turned back on." Uh the foghorn starts going. The doctor explains uh what the foghorn is for and she says something feels wrong here and she can tell because she's really stupid, so she's able to tell this kind of <laughs> she's stuff. She's her Alpha Brainwave, yeah. Um, the power goes out again. Wouldn't you know it?
1: And, oh jeez!
0: Uh, oh jeez! Ben goes back downstairs. He he says, "I was upstairs. Now I'm downstairs." Down I go to fix this the is, thing. This is how it felt for me to watch this episode. It's just like, oh, he's downstairs fixing the power. Oh, time yeah, to go back up like, to the kitchen. Oh, the power went back out. Time to go back down to the generator room. When there's three rooms, where else, what else are you going to do? Is he going to be like, well, I guess I'll get there's my There's more ba- rooms. We don't see the other rooms. <laughs> there's like one other room. <laughs> Let me see the sleeping quarters. Maybe something is happening there. They couldn't show it because all of the walls were plastered in very, very vulgar pornographic images. <laughs> They didn't have a bed budget. Um, so <laughs> they spent it all. They, they they were saving it up for all the Dalek explosion effects <laughs> that they would be using it. <laughs> so Ben years goes down back down to check the generator again, and then he, and gets, we, he see, gets, we see in BrendaVision that the glowing green monster, uh, he, it it gets him. The he uh, opens the coal cover the coal hole door, and he climbs out the and he coal gets hole. Ben. The coal hole door. And uh, ben I I liked I liked a nice little moment here is when Ben screams but the foghorn covers that like, is a nice I would I would describe that as a nice little moment <laughs> it's a nice little moment very very uh, very nice I like it it's very sweet um, I, look I was I was feeling nothing throughout this episode I, I the scream thing happened and the foghorn drowning out I was like oh that's a nice little moment uh, that's it, something. Let's see. We we go back up to Look, floors. I'm I'm from the era of prestige TV. I'm used to seeing gore and penises and balls and all you the wanted, Game of Thrones nudity. You wanted to see Ben's butthole. I wanted to see Ben's butthole, and there was supposed to be uh tits and dragons or whatever the official tagline of Game of Thrones was. I'm sure this was very exciting for cavemen to watch. <laughs> If you sat, if you sat Rhubarb down in front of a TV and he was like, oh, no, is this one of those shadow boxes? They didn't play any pop songs. No, the pop songs came 20 years after the Blitz. There was no CGI. (laughs) The CGI also came 20 years after the Blitz. (laughs) That's what the doctor said to the little boy. He's like, he's like, don't forget (laughs) CGI coming soon. You're going to love CGI. Oh, my God. It's going to blow your mind. You're going to love A Bug's Life. So, uh, Vince... Vince is, like, kind of over the glowing light. He's like, I'm no longer interested in that. I'm bored. But Rhubarb is like, I'm very interested in it now. This is what he's like, I've been on this lighthouse for 30 years, and I can see the weather from the sky, and I'll tell you it was clear as a morning breeze. There was not to be no fog today. (laughs) I really like when we started this podcast. We were like, we're not going to do any funny voice accents. We're I don't think go- I ever said that. We're not gonna do- we can't do anything. I think funny- you said that. <laughs> we can't do them. Roll back uh, the tape. <sighs> uh, so Vince goes downstairs to check on Ben in the Ben room. Ben, ben is dead. In the Ben room. The Ben yeah. I can't believe it. I uh, <laughs> can't believe it. Can't believe he's dead. Uh, the doctor walks in. I, I when the doctor comes into the, to the venerator room, which is also the front, it's the foyer, the entrance. Yeah, way. I was kind of confused about that at first. The fact that the front door just takes you through the, the big generator room. Listen, it's a, it's a big, it's a little lighthouse. They can't waste their Fine. Space. I, once I, once I learned that, I stopped being confused. Uh, that, uh, I was like, the doctor is showing up the moment that they discover a dead body. Surely they're going to suspect him of murder. And I was kind of right about that. Oh, this is where uh, he's like, what's going on? The generator's on, but the power is out. What's going on? And Leela's like, I don't know. I'm no technician. And then he's like, (laughs) (laughs) you're you're a fucking idiot, Leela. And he starts attacking her. (laughs) He kills her. Um, So... He uh, very respectfully is like, well, I'm not going to fuck with these people's lighthouse without even talking to them first. So they go upstairs, they bump into Vince. Hey, I killed your guy. <laughs> they say that they are misled mariners, but Leela doesn't quite, I mean, she's not very smart. She She's like trying to say like, we're time travelers, we're on the TARDIS, and the doctor's like, Shh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> it's never not funny to me. This wow. is my favorite moment in the episode, is where the doctor, for literally no reason, just grabs a bowler hat off of the fucking hat rack on the wall and puts it on. When you've been around as long as he has, you're always trying to, down to try new things with your style. I, do, I don't know why he does. There's no explanation is this gonna be mine? He's like, is this my new thing? Is this my nope, thing now? No, nope. he's well, just like, he's he's like, trying it out. I feel like I've had this scarf for a while. It, the, the novelty of it is kind of wearing thin. I need a new affectation he takes out his snow globe and his 3d glasses and his fez (laughs) someday he 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 grabs a fez off the hat rack and he says i'll i'll hold on to this for a little while um i like when uh he says something to vince about like oh yeah early generators aren't so great and he's like oh no this is the latest modern design sir and he's just like you fucking idiot it's like me using my ipod nano in 2007 and being like nothing will ever hold more mp3 files than this (laughs) there will never be a device with more gigabytes <laughs> you will never be able Three... to play more mini games on a device 300 megabytes um so what happens next vince tells them about the other two on, at the lighthouse there's an old man there's an old man upstairs and he's very he's very he's very set in his ways and there's a guy this, on the floor and he's have, very dead this must have been like some some like phrasing changes over the years because i don't really know what he was getting at but he's like old reuben upstairs he's absolutely killing himself right now and leela's just like oh no this <laughs> he saying he's working hard or he's stressing out or yeah i don't know what it meant he's but- having kittens leela's like oh that sucks he's in the bathroom having that. kittens uh but- so the doctor's like oh you where's where's this other guy ben and vince is like you didn't bump into him in the generator room and leela's like no, and he can't have been outside because I'd have heard him with my stupid ears. <laughs> so the doctor's like, is is, it, uh, is 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 Leela's character like she's a she's a RPG character who put no points into intelligence and all of her points into perception? Is, is, I guess that's it's you know when you have your your set level of uh your, your special points that that's why Leela is so intuitive and also I think so that's stupid. exactly. I think that's exactly what it is. Playing low intelligence characters in RPGs is incredibly fun and I do like doing it. I <laughs> yeah, do love I have, playing. I'm with a, you Leela. I love playing as a fucking idiot. I actually never do. I, I usually play high intelligence. Well, look at you. Because Fallout you get more stats if you have high intelligence. I once played a I once played a Fallout character who had very low intelligence and also like ninety-nine medicine. <laughs> <laughs> just a doctor who's a fucking there idiot one thing me understand and it all medicine <laughs> just like just uh the, the, just sitting at the, the door opening it the wrong way so hard that, that she ripped it right off the hinges and then she's like alright I'm ready to operate <laughs> <laughs> uh so the doctor says like you two wait here I'm gonna go look for this Ben guy uh Vince says to leela that it's really nice to see a, f- a new face on here he jokes that he that he uh, i like this he's like he's like sometimes i get so bored talking to ben and Rubarb uh rhubarb excuse me that I, i'll talk to seals just for a change of pace and leela's like well that's fucking stupid you should speak to the elders of your tribe instead for a change <laughs> fool she she's like she's laughing and laughing sinisterly like you fool i know the way i spoke to my elders <laughs> These <laughs> these potato chips have a high loser. level of sodium. Uh, Are the sodium chloride content in these chips is a little high for my <laughs> yeah. taste. Uh, so so she does like a funny like caveman thing. She starts taking her clothes off. Right, she's like, "Get me some dry clothes, please," and just starts taking her clothes off. And Vince is like, uh, uh, never uh, "I've never seen one before. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go. Uh, I haven't seen see. a woman in eight years." The doctor goes downstairs outside, out through the front door, and he ban. Ben! Are you dead in there? Are you dead out there? Yes. I'm dead. Sorry. Okay, thank you for letting me know. Uh, and he goes back in. He closes the door. The lights come back on again. And Vince comes back down. And he's like, oh, you fixed the generator. Uh, Leela is now wearing what I assume is an extra set of Vince's clothes. Um, no, she's wearing Ben's clothes. <laughs> that's very disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, oh, uh, doctor, what are you? what are you kneeling over? And he's like, Ben. ben Ben was just like behind the generator and he got zapped to death by Glorbo the Horror of Fangrock. Yeah, but the doctor the doctor all he says is that it was a massive electric shock. Uh Vince is like, "Well, that can't be right. He was so good with that generator." It was the newest no model. Idea. It was the t- and the doctor's like well you know electricity is a funny thing he goes really weird on electricity later which is fun uh, but I feel like uh, he's like you should go upstairs and tell Ruben he's gonna love he's gonna love this <laughs> he's gonna lose it he's gonna be so happy he's gonna say I told you so so loud that any ships <laughs> coming he this way will know that the lights did you not notice here. that the foghorn at a certain point turns off and it's just replaced by Ruben going oh, I told you <laughs> so you. Told you. He pulls Leela aside and he says, uh, grab a shovel. We're going to check inside the coal hole. I didn't know what a coal hole was. I'm assuming you didn't know what a coal hole was. I mean, I I figured from context that there is a room in the lighthouse that's full of coal and they would and they could use it to stoke the boiler. But yeah, it's it's they put there's a coal bunker under the lighthouse and the coal hole is like the metal hatch, like a manhole cover kind of. Uh, As a if locomotive you're, en- if you're interested in seeing various coal holes, you know that there's weirdos online who have galleries of coal hole JPEGs. As a locomotive enthusiast, it's it's uh, I I figured it was something like that. Yeah. Uh, so Leela asks if it's a sea monster. No, and the, the, doctor's sea- like, no God. the sea. No, the sea devils are, are lovely, peaceful creatures. Lila, they would never. The fucking you, fucking idiot, Leela! Why do I bring you on these adventures? Did you see sea a monsters can't open doors and turn lights on and off. He points out there's no like wet spots on the floor, no uh, no laser swords, no uh, no giant sea monster. Phone. It's a sea monster that's wearing dry shoes. God, doctor, you are so close-minded. Obviously, put towels down. I think what if he-, he like finds Ben's lantern on the ground and it's like all melted and fucked yeah. up? Is that what that he's was? like? He's like, could a sea devil do this? <laughs> I like that we're just assuming he's specifically talking about sea devils now uh reuben smugly <laughs> at the top of the uh at the top of the he's like well i don't know about that ben knew that machine better than anyone but but you know there's no and then he says that doctor fellow isn't foreign is he <laughs> doesn't he accuse him of being like either a russian or german spy yeah he said he says to vince uh he's like uh because vince says like oh i don't know but uh his friend kind of talks weird and Reuben Rhubarb is like, uh, they might be spies. I don't know why they would be at this lighthouse, but he thinks they might be spies. Uh, Vince wants Reuben t- Rhubarb to signal to the mainland that Ben has died. Uh, he says, "I'll do it in the morning." I really I love that. Don't... I really love that. Reuben is just like, no, not right now. <laughs> I'll oh, I remembered why he didn't want to do it right now is because to do it now they would have to use the electric telegraph. telegraph. Oh, and he wants to if they wait it. until morning he can use semaphore. Right, he's an old soul. Uh spelling out Ben drowned with flags. Also, uh he says I do love that he just takes a moment to tell Vince that the lighthouse is absolutely crapsolutely haunted now by this by the unrestful soul of Ben. Oh yeah, he's like, he's like, because Ben loved that machine, he had sex with it every day. (laughs) That's why he died. If it killed him, there's no way his soul will rest. He will be angry and start walking around and doing the Charleston. And Vince (laughs) is like, oh fuck. I hope he doesn't get up. Uh, we then, we are down one floor in the kitchen, room 203, um... And uh the doctor and Leela are down there and Ruben comes down suspiciously to the doctor. Uh he's 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 definitely not trusting the doctor who showed up moments uh before they discovered a dead body. Uh-huh. Um what happens? Oh, this is what this, says, this oh. is where the doctor's like, why don't you report his death on that there telegraph? Uh and Ruben's like, I'll do it in the morning. And he says, like, don't start talking in your own lingo. Uh, because I will call the police on you or something. And the doctor is like pretty exhausted with this conversation already. He's like, Man, we're literally just here to help. Like, don't you please stop being so suspicious of us. I know that uh we showed up and your friend was dead before any of you saw him, but uh so rhubarb is like, I'm gonna go cover up the body a shroud on Ben's body. Uh Leela, this is where she's like, if there's a creature out there, I'm going to kill it and cook it and eat it. Because I'm hungry. I'm hungry, Leela. And the doctor says, uh, uh, we, we shouldn't go hunting in the fog. It's too dangerous. Uh and he goes off to talk with Vince, and Leela just sits there looking at her big, big knife. I'm gonna throw this into a spaceman next time. And Jesus. she sneaks she sneaks down into the generator room and sneaks past Ruben with her big knife, and she's like, I'm gonna go <laughs> hunt it. And it's a really good thing that Ruben doesn't turn around and see her holding that big knife, because that would have been pretty much it she for can't her. And hear the doctor her. on this island she can't hear her through the sound of the foghorn. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes out into the fog. Uh, this is, I believe, the first of five thousand times that she goes and walks around in the fog with the knife, and then nothing happens with, with her big, big knife. knife out. She loves her big knife. You keep uh, you keep calling it a big knife. It is not a big knife. It is a, a, it is a, It's a pretty big knife though. It's a it's a seems like a normal sized knife. It's a big hunting knife. It's a hunting knife. It's not like I mean she's not carrying around like a like a like a little <laughs> No, it's not a buster sword. I think it should be a buster sword. Why can't it be a buster sword? Right, that's then? why I didn't like this episode very much because Leela didn't have the buster sword like she did in the last episode. Don't know who I mean, she me gonganga don't talk in your dialect in your weird <laughs> lingo doctor me, me. lila me gungaga. <laughs> it's not go gaga it's gonganga gongaga oh i thought it was gungaga. gongaga me gongaga oh i always say me gungaga. <laughs> I guess it doesn't really matter, does it? Uh, <laughs> it's I, bullshit anyway, it's not a word, who cares? We we, we get a we get a shot of Leela walking around outside and she comes upon a dirty filth pond with a bunch of dead fish in it. hmm She goes, Oh. oh. Yeah, dead like fish. That. Me no like. Me no like you dead fish. Me no eat that dead fish. Glow green, glow green. Free <laughs> Leela. She's not that dumb. It's not that. It's Tell like that, that to the doctor next serial. <laughs> uh, meanwhile Vince is talking to the doctor. He says uh he points to where the fireball landed from the sky and he says that's when everything got all weird. The doctor just starts like talking about different lighthouses that he knows. He loves he's he's that lighthouse freak that you were talking about earlier. That's his he's, his uh his his hobby is is chronicling lighthouses and he's like oh the one at the big lighthouse of alexandria you see it was very interesting and there was one he he literally is like you know on pharos of alexandria they had slaves keeping it lit and vince is like no and then he's like and also on gallifrey i wanted (laughs) to know about the gallifrey lighthouses but but rhubarb enters and interrupts (laughs) he was about to say they had even more slaves keeping it lit (laughs) oh no (laughs) doctor so we love keeping it lit here on Party Rock. <laughs> so he, I forgot that we on Party Rock. So Rhubarb sends Vince down to eat lunch or whatever. <laughs> they spend a lot of time in this episode eating the same lunch. Because every time we... I, I mean, just let him finish his soup, please. That's what I'm saying, the whole episode is people going upstairs and downstairs and eating lunch and then being like, I'm here to take over, you could go eat lunch, <laughs> and then they go eat lunch again. <laughs> They've got a big pot of soup and they're ready to chow down. Let them eat. He's like, Doctor, you should go eat too. And the doctor says, no, I'm good up here. I'll hang out with you, Ruebar. We're still, we're still, you. I'm like on food watch for the doctor. Does this man have to eat? I do not know. I, I don't really know. don't. I don't know if we've ever seen the doctor eat. You ever seen the doctor and a plate of spare ribs in the same room? That's what I thought. It's because he eats them so fast you can't even see it. <laughs> so Vince, uh, is the doctor can downstairs. only eat the doctor can only eat foods that make you real slopped up, like uh, buffalo wings, baby back ribs. <laughs> That's uh, why he has that scarf he uses yeah. it as a bib. <laughs> Ugh, you don't like that? I don't like thinking about his saucy, you like, saucy. You don't knit like scarf. using a big knitted scarf as a napkin to wipe away barbecue sauce off your face? I re- you know, you know. Actually, I don't think I like that very much. So, Reuben, uh, or sorry, Vince is walking down the stairs and he hears a weird scraping noise. Uh, and Leela is looking around for the creature. We see through Brenda vision that it's like stalking her from behind. And then Vince goes down to the generator room and sees that Ben's body is gone. All faith is And he calls the, up on the he calls up on the voice tube. He says, "Ruvarb" I think I I think the Ben is, is doing the Charleston in. somewhere. You said that he he wouldn't like it and he doesn't no, like it. No, 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 no. He's not doing the Charleston. Think with your brain. Where are they? Every day shuffling. That's the Falkhorn. That's the Falcorn. <laughs> uh so Leela walks back in and she's got her knife and she's like, Come here, come out here, Vince. And he's like, Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, Leela uh so the doctor points to the fog and says there's a light out there in the fog ruben is vaping and the doctor's like ruben come here look at this maybe that's Uh, where all the fog is coming from it's from the vape tube (laughs) ruben you have to stop vaping (laughs) why is kyle on this lighthouse (laughs) <laughs> Reuben, you have to no, stop the, No, 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 no. You know what? It would be that Reuben has, a has like, a pipe, and then Ben, ben is, is the one who's vaping. vaping because he likes e-cigarettes. Yeah, he likes, he likes technology. I don't, I don't know about back those they e-cigarettes. Days, these e-cigarettes, I heard they've got toxic metals. They put them in your lungs, they do. I'll stick with classic healthy tobacco, thank you. The doctors say it's very good for you. Uh, so, uh, they... Uh they see uh uh a ship coming through the fog and Oh no, this Ruben... is literally the one thing they didn't want to happen. <laughs> and Ruben says, uh There's no amount of warning that we can give that's going to stop them from crashing. Like, any sane captain wouldn't be sailing at all through this fog, and they are going really fast. Whoever is currently piloting this ship is the biggest asshole I ever met, he says to me. I say. uh, we zoom in on the model ship roll up rolling up on this some is my rocks. favorite this is my favorite um episode ending cliffhanger of just a model ship slowly <laughs> being smashed into some rocks and then it just yeah that's the end of part one um so in part two we start with Leela watching from i think i think lila and vince have gone up to the top of the lighthouse because they were called up to help signal to the ship and lila's just like well they're all dead oh well uh if we're being honest Ruben is like no no no. we have to go look for survivors that's our job so they leave leela behind to keep blowing the foghorn which she loves she is doing it with such zeal where she's honking it she's cranking it she's she's pulling that that thing um that's how much she likes blowing the foghorn (laughs) is that she starts doing profane things on doctor who Uh uh-huh on tv on TV, uh, but you know she's from a different time. Uh, let's see. They, the the uh, they we back downstairs in the uh, in the generator room. Uh, oh, the doctor is going to uh, fetch like a rope for Ruben. Yeah. What the hell was this? First of all, they make him get a rope, which I don't think ever comes up. Second, when he goes to, I am so I'm gonna Jesus Christ! What's that noise? That is my upstairs neighbor's creaking and creaking, uh, and it's just been happening this entire time. There's literally nothing I can do about it. Well, you know it. Who, who gives a Who gives a shit? I'll, I'll edit it out as best I can, but Jesus Christ! Anytime are they, are they it happens like, while I'm talking, I'm just like, <sighs> Do they have the uh, Did they have the trampoline set up up there?" No, you know my previous neighbors used to stomp a stomp, lot more, I remember the stompers. But now that the stomping is done, it's just all nonstop creaking day in and day out. But you got to put some oil on the floor. I don't know how that. they. I don't know how they did that. It's the same floor. I mean, listen. You remember my jazz era? <laughs> the the back torment. when you loved jazz so much that you would go next door to yourself and play the drums really loud. <laughs> in my in my in my psychotic era. anyway okay so the doctor grabs this rope and while he grabs the rope there's this weird blue spark above his head oh that was just a that was just an artifact of the television camera they were shooting this episode on that was him having an idea (laughs) i know i'll go upstairs i don't know what the hell that was there legitimately was a part because there's we'll we'll find in a moment that there are some some uh, there are some survivors of this uh this ship crashing And they will come into the, into the lighthouse and they're going to talk in their accents. And there was a part where legitimately I thought like the episode skipped because I found one of their voices so incomprehensible (laughs) that I was like, um, I I I like skipped back to listen again. (laughs) Thankfully you've had their names written down because, well, okay. Uh, I got their names off Wikipedia. Otherwise I would never have understood them. Real quick. Uh, Let's see. The- so there's the Lord Henry Palmerdale, his secretary Adelaide something or other, and then there's an old military guy named Colonel Skinsale, which is my CSGO gamer tag. Um, Isn't there one more guy who shows up later whose name is like... Harker? Harker? Par- Harker? I think his name is Pre- Prentice... Apprentice Harker um, Billingsham, which I think his name is. Yeah, Leela, Um, meanwhile, uh, she sees a glowing green slime ball moving around on the ground from on top of the lighthouse, and she's like, Yeah, it looks "Ah." like a a big jellyfish or something. Uh, So Vince and Ruben start bickering about electricity versus oil again. The doctor mumbles to himself, it seems to need electricity. It eats electricity for fuel. They come back with the... uh, with the crash survivors, I love these like shitty life jackets that they're wearing from from vampire times. Yeah, they, I've they never like seen made old of life like, jackets like they that. they look like they've just got big pieces of wood stuck on it or something. Yeah, they were like pieces of wood clipped together. So, I mean, I'm sure that's not what they actually were, but that's what they looked like. Um, uh, Henry, Hen- Henry Henry Demandy Pal- Pal- Brandy. Yeah, he, he, Palmer Henry Lord Palmerdale um, is just the most annoying Palmer man. Needy <laughs> I needy twinkie. I needy twinkie. Uh, apparently what happened... Between the fog, the boat crash, the secret information from hell... <laughs> and the doctor. And the horror of Fang This Rock. has been an absolute, cromulent, fuck-crustable of a day. Uh, so yeah, he's, he... Lord Palmerdale, Henry Palmerdale, is, like, really whiny. He's like, uh, I want brandy. Get me clean, dry clothes. And Vince is like, we don't... We don't... Er, it, no, it's Reuben is like, we don't have... Your dry clothes, what are you talking about? And he's like, I want dry clothes now. And Ruben's like, Well, Vince, I have to get back to the top of the lighthouse. You enjoy. Um, we learn that that um, Lord Palmerdale and his his secretary um were out on basically he got on his yacht and he says, I need to go to London to get to the markets immediately. Uh can he, we just can we just skip to the point of what this is? Uh basically they he was making them go fast and they crashed. No well why he was making them go fast? Well because he wants to get to the he he wants to get to the uh the market like the stock market. And why he wants to get to the stock market? Or did you miss this completely? Something about a casino. Okay, so he and Colonel Skintag were at the <laughs> casino. X, can we call him Colonel XX, Colonel Skintag XX? <laughs> uh, and I guess what happened is that they were at the casino. Skinsale lost a bunch of money. Yeah, that's, that's going on this whole conversation. Skinsale lost a bunch of money, so he like wrote an IOU to Palmerdale And Palmerdale was like, hey, well, you're in the military and you're, like, a politician or some fucking shit. Can you give me, like, government secrets? And Skinsale was like, all right. So he gives him these government secrets that Palmerdale believes he can use to make a bunch of money at the stock exchange in London. But he's like, he's like, this information won't be, like like ahead of what everyone else knows forever. So I need to get there as fast as possible so that I can make money off of this information. So I'm going to take my fog boat and I'm going to go out in the fog. But yeah, then it was foggy, but they were like, well, we got to get to Southampton so uh, we can get to London from there. So they go through the fog and they go way too fast. And the crew is like, please don't make us go fast. But he's like, it's my yacht and we go as fast as I say we do. So then they crashed. Long story short, dozens are dead. We kind of just move past that, though. Though no, we just, just like to- yeah. They- oh, and there were other people too who didn't survive. Anyway, yep. <laughs> um, Leela comes back into the generator room, and uh, and she's like, "Hey, I heard a, a I heard a the sound of body drag dot mp3 outside." <laughs> Yeah, the doctor is like, don't tell anyone what you saw, uh, the glowing light thing. Uh, Let's just keep it to ourselves for now so nobody panics. But Ruben overhears them. This is actually not in the generator room, for whatever it's worth. Uh, And Ruben tells them about the Beast of Fang Rock. and The The Beast of Party Rock. The Beast Below of Party Rock. I missed that this was a story from, like, his experience. But basically what he says... Uh, and he'll elaborate on it a little bit more later. But basically the point is, some years ago, he was here with two other guys, and they went out into the fog, and they never returned. And he says it, that they got got by the Beast of Fang Rock. And the doctor kind of rolls his eyes at Leela like, are you hearing this shit? You believe this shit? What? Who? How can he of all people be like, there's no beast of, I've never seen a beast before in my life. I've never encountered a monster before. I guess his thing is he believes that this beast arrived with the falling star or whatever it was. So it's like, whatever (laughs) happened 20 years ago, they probably just went out and killed each other. So I don't know. What do they bring back Ben? Hashtag bring back Ben. Oh fuck, man! I don't know. Oh, Henry's this is the, being uh, a big whiner again. This no, no, is no, where no, they the, mention yeah. that Harker stayed with the boat. Harker and is, he is like the alive. Harker is like the the helmsman of the yacht. I think he was the guy. Uh, he is sailor. the bosun, according to Wikipedia. Fuck for whatever that's bosun? worth. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> let Obra me go, let me replay. <laughs> let me replay. Uh, let me replay. Uh, Return of the Opera. Din to review my nautical terminology. <laughs> it's short for boatswain. Anyway, uh, so the doctor walks into the, the kitchen room and, like, just puts his feet up on the table and starts, oh, we're still like, making here? demands. We're still here? We're still in the room with the, with the goobers? Okay. I know, right? And so Palmerdale is like, are you in charge here, sir? And the doctor's like, no, but I'm full of ideas, which I liked. Shut up! I'm thinking. Uh, I'm doing the thinking thing. I'm trying to think of an idea. So Vince says, I need to go stoke the boiler again. <laughs> so he goes to stoke the boiler. I'm getting so he stoked goes to the just generator thinking about room. it. And the doctor says, Leela, you accompany him so he don't die. And you're doctor sending a female. Others, you're, sending a f- you're sending a female down there to do a man's work? Yeah, uh, Adelaide does not appreciate. Uh, oh, Adelaide Lessage or Lesage, I think it's Lesage, uh, is is the secretary of Palmerdale. And yeah, she's like, you would send a woman downstairs? Yep. She doesn't like it. They go downstairs. This is where Leela's like, wait a minute, I hear dra- mp 3 Let's go outside and check. And then they open the door. And uh, that's when we meet Harker the Boatsman. And uh, oh. he's- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we can. There's, there's a little bit more with the doctor in, in the other room, but yeah, we, we can come back to that in a minute. Uh, Harker, the boatsman, is here carrying the body of Ben, who got outside somehow. We don't um, see the body. They keep acting like it's been chomped up, and I'll just have to take their word for it. This is the uh, most fucked up and violent thing anyone has ever seen on British 1970s television. Margot wrote it. <laughs> I dis- reference. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. So, he says that he found the body floating in the water, and he's like, I've it's never been seen re- the sea do been this recently, to a man. It's been recently motorboated. <laughs> the doctor, who is now here, uh, sends him up to eat soup in the kitchen, uh, God, so Lila asks if the beast you. of Fang Rock did this, and he's like, there's no beast. The people here are as primitive and superstitious as your people. Be nice to Lila, uh, doctor. You idiot! He like wants to examine the body, but he's like, we can't let Vince see it, so they hide it for now. Uh, he's a delicate young man; they don't want to, they don't want to scare him. And but then Vince catches them with the body. I think he doesn't see the body. He doesn't know what's happened to it, and neither do I. But uh, Leela says, "Oh, uh, Harker brought Ben's body in, uh, and no, it wasn't walking or shuffling." Uh, and they just like start arguing about superstition and the doctor looks like he has a headache. Uh so going back to My brother sounds like he has a headache. to the conversation between the doctor and all the boat people. Uh I really liked how the doctor is kind of just like he's kind of just like fucking with Palmerdale because uh Skinsale and Palmerdale start like arguing about their different backstories and whatever who cares. And then the doctor is like <gasps> I just realized. And they're like, what, what? And he's like, we haven't been introduced. (laughs) Palmerdale's like, oh, for fuck's sake. So they introduce themselves. This is where we get the story about the casino and blah, 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 blah. And he needs needs to get to London. And the doctor's like, you need to get to London? And he's like, yes, yes. And the doctor's like, well, you have no chance in this fog. And he's like, oh, man. Well, that fucking sucks. So Palmerdale is like talking to Horker... Then he's like, "We need to. We're leaving, fog or no fog, as soon as we've rested." And everyone's like, "What? That's that's not okay. There's no way. Not in this fog." Uh, Palmerdale's like, "That's an order. I'm. This is my boat." And Skin like, huh, "Sounds like you're being mutinied, fool." So that's that. Pretty funny. Owned. Got him. Uh, oh, this is the part where the doctor tells Vince like, "I don't think that the electric shock killed Ben." I think it stunned him and I we thought we found his corpse but he was actually still alive and then after we walked away he got up stumbled outside all confused and brain scrambled and then just fell into the sea and drowned and, and Vince is like but that that that, that can't. and the doctor's like that's just how electricity is sometimes and Vince is like oh okay he's a young he's I a, trust you he's a young growing boy we don't want to torment him with these ideas of death you would know better than me. I suppose, Vince is like, I'm sorry. I love that Vince is like little boy mode for the whole episode. He's like Vince, Vince gets fully gaslit here. He's like, I'm sorry. I guess I was being really stupid, Doctor. I'm sorry. And the doctor's like, Ah, yeah, so no worry about it. It could be worse. You could be Leela. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind of like this line where Leela's like, "Why didn't you tell him the truth?" And the doctor says, "Because I don't know what it is yet." yeah the doctor does love to lie to people it, it I, every time the doctor lies to people um it it <laughs> I just recall that line that he said if I told the truth all the time you wouldn't have to trust me and it's like I fucking hate that so much. <laughs> I hate that so much Matt Smith uh can we just can we just skip this shit with Palmerdale arguing with the who cares they're just like oh, I'll report you to the lighthouse association <laughs> The only the only thing that really happens here is that they call Ruben to ask what their sleeping arrangements will be, and he says we have a secret bedroom that's off screen that we won't see. And you I can like do that whatever I like this the whole thing that's like the woman has to sleep in her own private room. I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing on anything, and I don't care about it. Uh, so. Vince, at that point, points to Ruben and is like, the Doctor and Leela are walking around outside in the fog, and Ruben's like, well, good luck to them. The Beast will absolutely kill them both. Uh, and then Vince is like, I don't believe in the Beast. I've always said that I believe in science and rationality and nothing supernatural. Smiling, smiling serenely, trust the sci- we trust the science here. Ruben, like, reiterates his story about the Beast, uh, and he says, "It's just. it was a night just like this. Uh, oh, the doctor and Lila are outside, uh, walking around. Lila's got her big knife so she can shank the fuck out of the monster if they see it. (laughs) Um, they... The monster that she still doesn't know what what it is, she's just like, This knife should do it. It's never failed me before. It's gonna go right through the blob. Uh, the doctor holds out something that... I think it's just a compass, but he acts like it's something else. He's like, oh, it's picking up a strong electrical field. Uh, it would be enough to kill a man or a big hole full of fish. Because they're back at the fish hole. And it's and it's green. <laughs> oh no. The green is the scariest color for a thing to be. And they walk away. And then it gets green again. But more green. And Skinsale walks back into the kitchen and says, I tucked Adelaide into bed. And she's going, me, 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 me. <laughs> she's in her Hongshu era. Uh, they get more into their backstories about the military and such, and you might notice in my notes this is where I started to get really fed up and (laughs) stopped writing it down. It doesn't really matter. They're just talking about the. They're just talking about their backstories. It's sort of a tone piece. It is sort of a tone piece. It's all about. And I think that they should atone for this piece. I thought you were gonna say I think they should have toned it down. (laughs) They should have toned the foghorn down for the second half of the episode. (laughs) what uh so skin sale kind of coaxes his fucking name is so horrible (laughs) what's his name skin sale colonel clips for sale colonel clips for sale says uh he's like he's like if you don't get to london in time to use the information i gave you to strike it rich then that's none of my business i i i made good on the iou i don't care what happens to you next uh, and uh, Palmerdale's like, well, I'll tell everyone that you gave me state secrets. And Skin Sales like, who, what, how, why would anyone believe you? By the time you could tell anyone, whatever the information is, will be common knowledge. By the anyway. time you tell anyone, is it we'll just all- insider trading? I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Never mind. I actually just realized I don't care. Uh, he does call, uh, Palmerdale a nobody and a jumped up little money grubber, which I liked, and he says, if you try to slander my good name as an officer and a gentleman, I'll sue you into the, into the fucking dirt. Yeah, he says, if you tell me, if you call me, if you accuse me of doing a crime on your podcast, I'll, I'll sue you personally. <laughs> it's convicted, uh, convicted. convicted insider trader. Yeah. <laughs> Colonel <Skin> Sale <laughs> Colonel XX Clips for Sale XX. Leland and the doctor walk back in from outside fucking again. (laughs) Where else are they going to be? They have to go back into the room where the people are. I don't understand why you're like, oh, they went outside and then they went inside. And because they, went. They, ju- they just keep doing it. She just walks out. She's like, got her knife. And she's like, I'm going to look around outside. And then she doesn't find anything. And then she comes back inside. And then she's like, let's look around outside. And not then everything and has find to, anything to be. Not everything has inside. to be. Bing, 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 Not everything has to be explosions and, and, and breasts, Sam. I know, but it's. <laughs> It can it's be just, low key television. You know, it's this is what the number, all number of TV shows. This episode. This is what every are show are used to be like. Back and forth between one of literally four rooms, and then nothing happens, and then they walk back to the room that they came from. There's going to be another scene in a minute where Vince says, "I have to go stoke the boiler again." You know, there's like plays where it's all in one room, right? You ever complain about that? Oh, they're just in one room. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I, I know. haven't seen any of them. I'm sure if I did, I would complain about it. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. But. I don't know. It's just, it's just, I was so bored. Oh my god, you and your. I'm fucking, sorry. You I, I respect you, that people like this. That they millennials like the millennials and your uh, and your everything's got to be right now, big and loud. You would, you would use your Marvel movies and your. I know you fucking love the trash that was Marvel bullshit crap. Yes, I, fa- I famously have watched every MCU you movie love, and I like all of them. You are always like Guardians of the Galaxy. So good. It's a funny. It's funny and it's cool and action packed. I, I remember anything about it from when I saw it. Yeah, you liked it, and and you liked you liked. It. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. what else did I like? <laughs> you liked it. Doctor. You said Doctor Conda forever is what you said. Is what you said when I don't. I don't know what that one means. Oh, have, you, have you never seen Ruth Conda forever? Have I've never heard f- people say it. I don't <laughs> okay. know what it is it's it's an all-time great tweet I'll send it to you oh them. wait no I have seen it was it like when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died some lib tweeted like, like and mean, my daughter been, said Ruth Conda forever it was like yeah. so I told her I told my daughter it's, it's something like I told my daughter that Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away and she did the Wakanda salute and said Ruth Conda forever and this is the kind of cross cultural uh And that was cu- me. It was like this is the cultural crossover that we we don't deserve or something. And yeah, and you were and you were the ch- you were the little girl that said Ruth Conda. Can confirm from. I was child. Can confirm I was the guy doing push ups the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I could never do as many push ups as that guy did at Ruth Bader Ginsburg's grave. <laughs> he's still some say he's still doing push-ups there to this day so he the doctor that is uh not the push-ups man uh (laughs) guesses that's gonna be the joke that's gonna be a capaldi or like a that's a uh shoot uh, season where he's like he's gonna say a line about you know when the doctor's like oh who who said i wasn't banksy or something he's gonna be like i did push-ups at ruth bader ginsburg's (laughs) i was ruth bader ginsburg's trainer (laughs) It would be funny if uh, – I'm going to give an example of Peter Capaldi because I don't know what a lot of the other doctors have, uh, the, the Doctor actors have been in. It would be funny if there was an episode of Twelfth uh, Doctor where he was like, uh, pardon me, whoever my companion is, played by Matt Lucas, uh, I have to go uh, film this movie I'm working on called The Suicide Squad. Oh, the Doctor says this in, in real, like he is the actor. If the Twelfth Doctor was Peter Capaldi. So would it be like David Tennant is like, I've got to be, I've got to go voice Scrooge McDuck on DuckTales. <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. <laughs> that's why, that's why the, the Eleventh Doctor couldn't reincarnate because he was busy filming House of the Dragons. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that's why he couldn't reincarnate. He was too busy playing Doctor Who. House of the Dragon? Dragons. Dragon. dragon. House of the Dragon. dragon. House of the Dragon, sorry, three head, one body. It's called Hot. Anyway, Hot D. Uh, so the doctor says that what he thinks happened is that what Leela saw was the Beast of Beast Rock, uh, carrying Ben's body away under the sea to examine it for something, and he thinks that the the Beast will come back soon. He guesses that the falling star was a crashing spaceship uh and that it was attracted by the big electric generator which there wouldn't have been a lot of those in this time period I guess. He says that it's keeping out of sight and spying on them just waiting to attack and he thinks that it's probably uh learned everything it's hoping to learn and it put all the fog here to to disorient them and it's it's a, it's probably going to attack for real any minute now. Yep. And Leela says, be not afraid, doctor. Isn't that like a biblical quote? Is she the, from the Bible? I don't fucking know. She just says, like, don't be afraid, doctor. And he's like, why did you say that? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> don't be afraid. And then the doctor says, yeah, and he runs and he spells out yeah in the in the grass as he runs. What away. is what does she say here? She's she, he's like, don't tell them that there's a monster from space attacking. And she's like, why not? We're from space. And he's like, shh. <laughs> We're all right. We're all in space right now. Everyone's in space. You, you, you. you we're all from space. The Earth is in space. You know what I mean. So all the boatmen are snoozing in the kitchen, and the, Palmerdale yeah. wakes up Harker and says, "You can use the telegraph, right?" And Harker's like, "Yeah." And they're they're like whispering because he doesn't want to wake Skin Man. And he's like, "I've written you a coded message. Can you transmit this to my stockbroker in London? There's a lot of money in this, and you'll be rewarded very goodly." And harker is like oh you've got some fucking nerve still trying to do whatever london thing you were trying to do after you killed our captain by crashing the ship he was like begging you to let him slow down but you just kept making him speed up more and more and things start getting heated and then they start raising their voices and then harker just fully starts strangling palmer Dale. i did like that and I i wish he had finished the job and the doctor is not based for stopping this from happening yeah, but skin skin tag wakes up anyway from this, and he he stops the choke, and uh, the doctor. What does he say? He he walks in and he's like, "None of this is important right now. We're all going to be dead by tomorrow. We might all be dead by tomorrow morning." Ha ha, ha. And he like mm-hmm. smiles and laughs and is like, "Does that get your attention? Anyone interested? Something like that." We then see blur- Glorbo vision again because we got to know that Glorbo's out there. It's it's getting ready to attack. Sam. Your it's favorite thing is lighthouse. about to happen. All right young man you go down there and you stoke that boiler. <laughs> Yay, he's stoking the boiler again. I'm and I'm getting stoked just thinking about it. Uh they talk a little bit more about um the first time that the beast attacked and oh good i'm glad i'm getting this story for the third time and he's like well those years <laughs> ago but he he realizes that he's scaring the shit out of ben so he's like i'll go get the boiler you I, you can just wait up he's here. like actually i just remembered nobody died in fact two people came back to life and they had a baby (laughs) and the baby was taller than anyone i've ever seen (laughs) the biggest baby you've ever seen 10 feet tall so the doctor uh tells everyone like no one is to leave this lighthouse for any reason this is like like like, no i am going to leave this lighthouse for every reason this is just like the kylex y episode which i think was called lockdown sure possibly grounded i Um, think it was called lockdown uh and palmerdale says i'm going outside and then i have to go watch the lost marathon <laughs> Ribbons like the beast. The beast is killed. He's gonna be on oh, now. There, he's gonna kill you. I oh, know it. Yep, that happens. Oh, but I did like the part when uh, after after uh, Palmerdale having a hell of a night because first Harker tries to kill him with choking, and then uh, after, this is my favorite part in in both episodes. Uh, is the part when Palmerdale. It honestly doesn't matter what he said He opens his mouth to say He like calls them fools and says he's leaving whether they like it or not. And then Leela, uh, pulls out her knife and pulls it and holds it to his neck. And then she says, shut the fuck up or I'll kill you with my knife. Yeah, she says, silence, you'll do as the doctor says or I'll cut out your heart. And the doctor just shrugs and says, well, you heard her, Henry. Um, it all of a sudden gets cold again. Leela's like, brr Having a, oh yeah, and Skin Sale's like, I don't feel anything. And the doctor's like, I trust Leela's senses more than I trust your senses. She's got ten perception and one intelligence. Adelaide walks in and says, what's going on? (laughs) I wake up from from accidentally falling asleep here and I say, what's going on? Ruben is downstairs. He's stoking that boiler and the lights start flickering and he's like electricity. And then he crosses himself. He does the sign of the cross. And he goes outside and then they all hear him scream. Curse you, Electricity! Damn you generator uh yeah i don't know i i'm really sorry this is a d minus to me it is is a solid c for me as is neutral on it I feel like you you liked it until I started talking about how much I hated it. Well, I do remember that this episode made me fall asleep. It did. It did put you to sleep. You said you said though before we started recording, you said that a lot of a lot of good like older TV that's true. has that effect. It's it's it was slow burn. I mean, nothing really. Of, uh, I mean, I I feel like I need to see. I feel like I haven't seen all of it yet, so I'm having trouble making judgment. But right, that's the thing. That's the thing is, I'm like, I I know that there's two more parts, and I I'm sure the that end of this part is going to be the doctor sending a big bomb to the, the Beast's home planet and blowing it up. We just have to- <laughs> I'm sure that something's going to happen in parts three and four. It's just like you know we we've said before like oh you know we're, we're not really watching it as intended or whatever but we're watching this more than as intended. We're supposed to watch one episode a week and we watched two in one go and I was still like oh my god nothing happened. <laughs> I can't imagine watching these two episodes on TV week to week but that's that's my opinion and we'll we'll see how I feel uh when well, we get to maybe, parts 3 and 4. Maybe maybe we could well, never get to parts 3 and 4. Well, we'll get to them eventually, but when will we get to them? I don't know. You have uh, a lot let's... of faith that we're going to that we'll ever come back to some of these things. Yeah, I know, right. Uh I'm going to share my screen so you can vouch for me. Okay. I'm on random.org I'm going to be transparent. Can you see We got flip uh can I can I request a can I request a coin? yeah can do you, I, can you do a buffalo nickel, please? Oh yeah, they got the buffalo nickel <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> it dot so org yeah, let's flip it you. heads we watch the next episodes, tails we move on heads, oh boy, I we was get, really we hoping two, we wouldn't we get two more we get two more it's of, it's uh, for the best it's for the best it's we the get best. two more weeks of going upstairs and downstairs. <laughs> you liked it. We'll like it you'll like it i i i really i really am still hoping that i will like the second half the buffalo nickel guided us true thank you that's a 1935 buffalo nickel indeed it is all right um well that's it for this week uh we close next, next time we will be back with parts three and four we um, eject, we eject the VCR tape from the VC, v- we eject the tape from the VCR and put it back on the shelf where it belongs. And next week we will return with parts three and four of Anthem of Party Rock. <laughs> See you next time.
1: Thanks for the money,
0: <laughs> suckers. Thanks for the money, suckers. Sorry if you really like the cereal. I do, I do genuinely feel bad about shitting on it this much. <laughs> You're allowed to have your own opinion. I know, and I feel guilty for it. Bye. What, are we gonna lose patrons? They're gonna unsubscribe to yes. this. They just up there. up there. if they really hate yeah, us. Yeah, that's for why it, I'm sh- saying bye. Bye. Thanks for listening as mu- as much as you did. Bye. <laughs>